Hey, welcome back to Commander Paradise. I'm Tyler. I'm Ryan. And we're in Paradise talking about Magic the Gathering cards and how they pertain to the format uh, Commander. Um, and today we're talking about the color black in Commander. The best color. Probably. I.e. It's up there. It's really good. I would say it. I, yeah, it's <laughs> probably the best color. It's the best color in like all formats right now too like it's that's what i would say like you listen to any other podcast talking about like uh what's the not the goldfish one that's not commander just mtv mtg goldfish yeah yeah. and they're always like everyone's just running black shell and x color (laughs) like rakdos is the best color pair in um pioneer um debatably i mean it's it's definitely up there it's it's very powerful. Um, Yar. In modern, the best deck right now is Rakdos Scam. That deck is crazy. Um, it need it needs a ban. It's like really bad, and they aren't they aren't doing anything about it. Um, in CDH, all the best. We decks had that are really. Uh, yeah, we had that really big rule shakeup last month. So we'll see how it shakes out after that. Well, well there were no changes. That was that was a joke. Oh, yeah, okay. there's no changes. <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah, no, all like all the best CEDH stuff is definitely running black, and I think we'll probably really dig into why that is because that's part of what makes it so good anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then even in standard and other stuff, it's just a black shell. It's like if you run, you run Shieldred. You know what I mean? You run. I'm trying to think what else has been Ruf- put into Ruffine. it, but I know Shieldred was the last. Yeah. But uh, Go for the Throat is in standard, and that card runs stuff. Infernal yeah. Grasp. I don't think that sees standard mm-hmm. play, but. It sees, I think it sees maybe a little bit, because it's kind of the same thing. But One is destroy non-artifact, and one is destroy creature, and you lose two life. Yes. Nice, sick, big brain. That shit's huge, dude. Uh. <laughs> also, where a graveyard trespasser is a black card, and I hate that card. That card's in standard, and that card does. Yeah, that card gives me anxiety. That is is played, and I want to just end it all. I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah, that ga- that card is really really rough. A three three that I think it- ETBs and does a like a two-point life swing because you exile a creature card and then opponent loses a life you gain a life and then it's got ward discard a card and then it flips into a four four and it has a day and night on it which is the worst goddamn thing in the world it's like so annoying everything about that card drives me insane ward discard a card is like kind of the worst ward (laughs) yeah i don't even think rakdos uh pioneer plays it anymore but when i like first started pioneer it was in it was in the deck and i was and i hated it i was like i'm because i was a mono red player and the good way to shut down a mono red player is play that damn thing it's like oh you want to lightning strike this you got a two for one yourself and then they just play another one it's like what the fuck yeah i'll just cast the other one that's in my hand and then we'll keep going I'm gonna die. But so I personally think undebatably black is the best color. It's very good. Ever. It's cool. Um 
So flavor-wise, black is all about, um, like Mark Rosewater has uh, articles from like 2015 about uh, all the colors, and you should definitely read them. They're really inter interesting. Um, but he said black strives for power at all costs. Like no matter what, black is trying to accumulate power for itself um, at all costs. So sacrificing yourself and sacrificing those around you. Um, so that's why they pay their life and they sacrifice their creatures or they sacrifice their enchantments. Like they sacrifice their the things they own and the things they love in order to become more powerful. Um, so it's just like selfishness and greed literally the card greed um and everything that comes with that like sadness and depression and like anger and loss all that stuff is mixed up in the color of black and unfathomable power yes it's cool <laughs> it's like it's just it's the emo color it's the goth color it's like the evil color, like not all, not it's not always the black characters are um, evil, um, but a lot of the time. Yeah, or a lot of the times if they're not directly evil, they are like somewhat apathetic mm -hmm. to whatever the situation is. They're like, just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Let's keep vibing. Yeah. And there's a lot of like transference because there's a lot of cards that are like, you gain whatever everybody else loses. So like a transfer. I don't know what I was trying to say between that. Well, yeah, Skip like it, like cut well, like it. how um a like when like a blood artist kind of thing. That Gary, there's yeah. a lot of enchantments that are like pulling from Vampire. your opponents and anytime you do something, yeah, like sanguine bond and stuff. Yeah. Um so it's also like that feeding off the people around you, kind of like a worm ton thing in Lord of the Rings. Ooh, yeah. Where you're like maybe not directly sacrificing or like giving stuff away, but you are like pulling the energy from a room. It's like the energy vampire. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say what kind of stuff is Black good at in Commander, like mechanically wise? Oh, mechanically? Yeah. What does it do? Mm -hmm. I would say probably that one of the biggest things is removal. Mm -hmm. It's easy to blast stuff. Yeah. Black is the color of death, so you use your spells to make death. <laughs> um, which I think like one of the most fun ones, and it's also just like a really, 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 really good card is there's Infernal Grasp up on our screen now. If you're not mm -hmm. watching uh, the video, you can, and you can see the cards that we're talking about. Um. But I'm also thinking of stuff like Fatal Push, which is just like one mana sometimes destroy almost anything on the board that you yeah. need to. Um, and it flavor wise too is just like a oopsie, like I pushed you over the edge. Oop, I, that didn't oopsie, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a lot of ways to remove creatures. Like you also had Infernal Grass up there, which is one extra mana, but it's just destroy something and then you pay two life, which is even more classic black because you're paying like a little bit of your life force to get rid of something else. But yeah, two life for anything is really good. Yeah. 
And we got Deadly Relic, which is like one of the best cards in the format, because uh, it's free if you control your commander. And if you build your deck right, you will have your commander. And it's Exile Target Creature. So they're just pretty good at just kind of like white. How not? I don't think it's as good as white, because uh, white has like the one mana stuff. Um, but still like two mana or free with Deadly Relic. Um, destroy Target Creature um, is pretty good. Better than... Me, I'm going to try and find... Probably like white and then blue and black kind of probably around the same area. There is one spell. It's not instant, but if at one mana you wanted to pay it, or you can pay three and two black for it, but it's called Eaten Alive. And if you sacrifice a creature and pay one that costs that, you can exile a creature or a planeswalker. Oh. Which is like a really solid common from Midnight Hunt, yeah. Yeah. It's just the fact that it's at sorcery speed. It's like a little too slow for like any format, maybe other than Commander. Oh, what's that one? But again, another good. Oh, just a good example of like you get a benefit if you lose if you sacrifice something of yours. Oh, yeah, this card's really good too. Yeah, this card needs to see play. I don't (laughs) know. I don't have a deck for it, but if you're in a graveyard deck, this. Thing is literally like swords and plowshares it's a uh, five mana yeah, overwhelming yeah. remorse five mana instant so it's a lot but it costs one less to cast for each creature card in your graveyard um so as long as you're like sacrificing stuff and self-milling so you're doing a black deck stuff you're gonna be able to cast this for one mana or two mana and one or two mana for this is awesome yeah one well like one or two mana for this is really sick the one thing you do have to remember when you're deck building is that you're making you're putting in enough creatures and not enough and not just like creatures that make tokens Mm -hmm. because sometimes you might be milling yourself and you're like oh wait i don't have a ton a ton of creatures in here i only have a bunch of or a few creatures that make a lot of tokens and then it doesn't turn it doesn't necessarily turn on the right way Mm -hmm. but for most decks, it, it's sick. But you only need and to have everyone should like, be playing. Three, it, I'm sure it's four and a black. So you need to have like three gets it down to one and a one in a black. So if you have three in your graveyard, I think this is a a sweet card. Yeah, easy peasy. Yeah. So play this and also try eating alive because those are fun cards. Yeah. But black doobie slain creature uh planeswalker removal like easy peasy. Yeah. Um. But there's a couple of things that they don't hit as as well. It's like mostly artifacts and enchantments. Actually, exclusively, definitely artifacts because I've gotten my yeah. bum bummed by the Strixhaven Stadium because I'm an idiot and I can't read a card. But also, I had no chance of getting rid of it anyway. But Feed the Swarm, I think, is probably the only card that lets you remove an enchantment outside of unless you wanted to make the argument that... like. You could edict yeah. stuff away. There's like but invoke. This despair. is the only one where you can target it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but feed the swarm is one in a black for sorcery. Destroy target creature or enchantment. An opponent controls you lose life equal to that permanent's mana value, which is really really solid because you just even pay like four, five, or six life to get rid of something big with this. That's totally fine. Yeah, I think this card is like not as good as for how much is played and how much i play it like this card is not that good like it's just the fact that it's like some decks only option like you're if you're in grixis colors 
this and Chaos Warp are like your only options to deal with enchantments. Um, but that lose life equal to its mana value hurts because enchantments are like cost like four or five mana. A lot of like the ones you want to get rid of, like a Smothering Tithe or like a Miari's Wake or uh, like just something like a big problematic thing is not cheap. So it's such two mana sorcery speed and like five or six life. Like that's a, that that's a big cost for this card. Yeah. But, sorcery speed is kind of stinky, but black doesn't really have any other options. So that's, yeah, it. that's the thing. It's like run this or you can run like meteor golem. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do you want to hop into some of the board wipes? Yeah, so black is pretty good at board wipes. It's second to white, I think, because um, it's got some decent options. You got like one of the best cards in the whole format, Toxic Deluge. Uh, it's just so flexible and it's cheap. It's three mana um, for sorcery. As an additional cast to cost the spell, you pay X life. All creatures get minus X minus X until end of turn. Um, it's just the most efficient board wipe in the whole format um it's very very flexible so you can like sculpt it really well like i in it's cdh playable like it's kind of a staple in cdh right now because there's so many like creature decks running around um and like in my sauron deck because he has six toughness i just do x equals five and so all everyone else dies except for sauron um but any any you can do that in any deck, you know. Like someone's gone wide with a bunch of one one tokens, you need you just x equals one, and all all their tokens are dead, and that's fine. And then you keep your stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's super flexible, and at the three mana and pay any life again, it's like very easy to just pay four or five and like keep your big thing. Yeah. Or even like Yogmoth, just pay three. And most of the time, by the time Yogmoth's out and the board needs wiped, that's enough anyway, you know? Yeah. And this card is getting cheap um, for how good it is. Like, it was a $20 card for a long time, and they've reprinted it, like, so many times in the last couple years. Um, so it's $8 right now. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, the Commander's Master version is 8 bucks. Yeah, definitely pick one up. Super versatile. It's also one of the cards that, like, I don't find myself wanting a lot of cards in my deck, but when I'm playing a deck and I'm like, oh, I'm going to toot up this Toxic Deluge because we need it right now or something, and then mm -hmm. I didn't, I don't have it in that deck, I'm like, ooh, mm -hmm. that hurts. And there's not a lot of cards where I'm like, ooh, I really wish I had this card, and then if I don't have it, it, like, kind of hurts because I don't have an option that's as good as it. Yeah. Um. And the um yeah, because also the minus X gets around shield counters, invincible wait invincible indestructible counters mm -hmm. and indestructible um so that's like super sick as well yeah and there's a lot of that running around Ooh. um so black gets some exile stuff but not a lot a lot of it's like destroy target creature so it's a good way to just get around your um your gods that are indestructible and things like that or yeah. big souped up voltron thing big souped up thing but for one mana more you can cast damnation yeah we got damnation destroy all creatures that can't be regenerated this is a color flipped wrath of god um 
which is uh it's just great it's one of the dopest arts of all time um i know mm-hmm. and um yeah it's crazy uh bz from the nitpicking nerds has said this a couple times but it's like wrath of god isn't even like a top 10 like whiteboard wipe and then damnation is like debatably the best blackboard wipe or it's number two yeah. probably <laughs> just because of how it's just the cost yeah yeah it's efficient it's just really good that's a clean magic card right there people uh-huh. okay I'm going to go look at it. It's clean. Look how clean that card is. Two lines of text. That's all you need. And Sorry, it cool. just looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. The um, black void. Yeah. And every once in a while that they can't be regenerated will catch something and it's going to feel so fucking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, I cast I cast Damnation and someone's like, well, I'm going to regenerate. Golgari Charm. Um, like, and you're like, yeah. Or you're playing a bug deck and you got Swarm Yard. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. But I guess what's our what's our next move? Because that's pretty much it. All the other worth I mean, talking there about are board more. wipes are like six to eight mana. So You got like in Garuk's Wake. But I just feel like you don't need this card. Like it's just so much mana. Like it, yeah. It's war. It's one sided, but it's nine mana. So you just—that's your whole turn. Your whole turn, you're gonna board wipe and keep all your stuff. And then the next player probably has a board wipe, and then they just board wipe all your stuff away. Like it's just you do nine mana, don't do enough. But I mean, it oh, technically but exists. Pain is pretty good. Uh, yeah. That's the one I was thinking of earlier. I was like, there's one that I was looking at that was actually like What is it? Degree of high pain? mana, but like uh yeah, the de- pain's got a master. Decree um, Decree of Pain. Yeah. yeah. So destroy all creatures that can't be regenerated, woot woot, and then draw a card for each creature destroyed this way, which is kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. Um these... and then you can also cycle it for five mana and everything gets minus two, minus two. Mm-hmm. Which is also Possible. like not too bad, and you could hold that mana up. Yeah. Yeah, instant speed so, minus two pretty minus solid. two is pretty cool. Yeah, that's it. That's a cool card. A little expensive. Mm-hmm. But I like it. If you're on a budget, that's a pretty sweet because Damnation is still like 16 bucks. Toxic Deluge is eight bucks, so pretty good options. Um, yeah, well, and also just being able to draw all those cards is really solid. Mm-hmm. I'd rather wipe the whole board and not just my board or not just everyone else's board and draw a bunch of cards and then just grind the resource battle because then yep. at that point, that would draw a ton of cards. You hope everyone else overcommits. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can draw a lot of cards with this. Even yeah. from your own deck, if you made a bunch of tokens and stuff. So, yeah. and then you also ping everyone with your Zillboard Cutthroat. So you're killing, you're killing people. You're drawing cards, and you're so yeah, yeah. This card seems pretty good. Yeah, it's just so so much mana. I don't know what deck would play it. Belladros. It's probably a Belladros card because you just dump all your mana, and then you kill everything, and then you just um, you're on tap. Yeah, on the stack, you pay ten life. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, really and I mean it's just up there. It's like if you're playing like the necrotic haze or whatever that one is that um makes 
you a bunch of tapped zombie tokens and stuff for everything that died. Like all of those are kind of up there around the same amount of mana. And me personally, if the board is getting wiped, the thing I always need is more cards in my hand, Mm -hmm. not a bunch of tapped bodies that need bussing, you know? So, um, but I was gonna say you started, you were talking about blood artist and, uh, Zulaport and stuff. Do you want to kind of hop into that section next? Uh, sure. Yeah. They're really good at like the life drain, um, thing. So like whenever a creature dies, something happens. Um, and so like Zulaport cutthroat is kind of the big one. Zulaport cutthroat two mana for a one, one human rogue ally. Whenever it or another creature you control, control dies, each opponent loses a life and you gain a life. And then you have this and a zombie and a sack outlet and a grave crawler, and then you just win, you know? Um, and then there's other ones. There's Blood Artist. Um, there's Bastion of Remembrance, which also gives mm-hmm. you a body when it comes in. Uh, and it's... With, Blood Artist is debatably better because it's when any creature dies but it's only target player instead of each player. So they're about the same. They're both really good. Um, and then, yeah, Bastion of Remembrance is a three-man enchantment version. That's really good. There is one of the, the like craziest commanders that does it too. Falcon Wrath Noble. Yeah, it's a four-mana version. Oh, yeah, that's another solid one. Yeah, it's just a that's four. A, yeah, another target player yeah, one. a flying blood artist. These are all really solid for repetition, but in Commander, I always try and go for like the Zulaport first or the Bastion first because mm-hmm. it's all players. So it's like it's easier. Inst- you you only have to drain forty life instead of like hundred and twenty life. Yeah, yeah. But That's then fair. if you have these out in combination with that, then you're just kind of shredding gravy. Yeah, your master shredder. Uh, what were you saying? You're- there was something. Yeah. Oh. I was going to say Conrad. Oh, Sir yeah. Conrad. Yeah. Conrad's kind of like... It's like the the shi- the golden child of this style. Yeah, it's insane. Conrad is like the golden child of the style of aristocrats. Okay, guys, I don't think you guys understand the renaissance that happened in the first Eldraine set when this card came out. Okay? <laughs> yeah, Conrad's nuts. No, I still... Th- Still to this day, it's like a crazy card, though. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, it's still just as good as when it came out, which is like actually kind of cool. And it's five mana for a five four, legendary creature, human knight for an uncommon. This wasn't uncommon when it came out, which is just so crazy. Duh. <laughs> when whenever another creature dies, or a creature card is put into a graveyard from anywhere other than the battlefield, or a creature card leaves your graveyard. Sir Conrad the Grim deals one damage to each opponent, and it's damage. It's not lose a life. It's one damage to each opponent, and that matters for stuff. Um, it's like it's worse because yeah. if you have like one ring, you have protection. You can't be damaged by it. Um, but if you can give it infect, you can just infect the table out, and then he you can just play Phyresis or Tainted Strike. If you can do it in a turn, yeah, you can just... Yeah, if you can do it all in one turn, you can just Tainted Strike. Yeah. Also, just having the mana outlet, like, if you just make infinite mana, you can just mill yeah. everything, too. Yeah, he's got a uh, colorless and a black mill card. 
So insane card. It's sick. And I think it's cool too, because this is one of the few ones, if maybe the only one that does it when something leaves your graveyard too, which mm-hmm. makes it like the perfect reanimator deck. Yeah. Like captain. Yes. When you're reanimating and when you're sacrificing, it kills your opponents, which is nuts. Yeah. It's sick. Um, and then there's also like the uh like what you were talking about earlier, like kind of the vampiric kind of stuff. So like whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life, like Veto or um Sanguine Bond, um, and then Exquisite Blood, whenever an opponent loses life, you gain that much life. And that's a combo in and of itself. So black's good at that. There's also these effects. There's a couple of these. Wound Reflection. At the beginning of each instep, each opponent loses life equal to the life they lost this turn. Six mana for an enchantment. Um, it's kind of expensive, um, but it's pretty good. And if you're in a big like battle it's cruiser, It's pretty crazy. Yeah, in a big battle cruiser meta, this is a, still a sweet card. And they just put it on a creature, I'm pretty sure. I think there's a giant like vampire bat thing that like does it now. Nice. Oh, uh, from Ixalan. They also just played this on a uh, the Doctor Who game nights because it was reprinted in those decks. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So it's kind of cool to see it get played because it <laughs> really everyone at the table's like, whoa. Yeah. Let's not no. Don't get too no hasty. One no one it do feels anything. Very much like the Spider Man meme of like. Yeah, just everyone's pointing the guns at each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah, black is good at this kind of stuff. Um, So black is good at killing your opponents, which is the whole point of the game. So black is good at um, removing creatures, is good at ending the game, and um, is good at um, utilizing creatures um, just in any way you can. It can reanimate, and it can sacrifice them for value. Um, Like you got even just like very simple stuff, something like village rights kind of effect or deli dispute where it's like one black as an additional cost to cast a spell sacrifice a creature draw two cards um so you're sacking your creatures for value to draw cards to reanimate things and then while you're doing that you trigger your zulipor cutthroat and you're killing your opponents so you're just using your creatures in efficient ways that also put you ahead and kill your opponents all at the same time which is nuts. That's just so effective. And it's fun. Yeah. It's why playing a sack deck is so... Yeah, it's fun. You just take a bunch of game action. You sack something little, you deal damage. Yeah, you just shoot, you shoot stuff, you sack something, you shoot stuff, you draw cards, and then you just keep doing it. Just keep going. And then there's also cards that make dudes when dudes die, and dudes when dudes die make more dudes. And then those dudes die, and they shoot... And you draw more cards, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, I've drawn like 20 cards and everyone's at half-life. I think I need to pass while I have blockers. You also got like... it's Yeah, I would say Game, game Action City. Yeah. Oh, my, the, one of my favorite cards. Just reanimate, just one black for a sorcery, put target creature card from a graveyard under the battlefield under your control. You lose life equal to its mana value. So efficient. Just one of the best cards in the entire format. Um, just nothing beats this rate. It's a graveyard, so you can get whatever ha- is in a graveyard anywhere on the field. Um, 
just crazy crazy card and so there's like this busted stuff all the way up to like four mana just like zombify like return target creature from your graveyard to the battlefield uh for four mana um so there so in any kind of budget any kind of power level black can bring stuff back from the graveyard um which is really really powerful it's, uh you can reuse your stuff you can when if someone kills something you bring it back if someone kills your archfiend if near you can just be like nope sorry it's back um yeah yeah i think that's one of black's like for especially for like casual commander one of its biggest upsides is being able to easily reanimate and get things back into your hand because like every other color when you see something go into your graveyard you're playing red you see your one of your best goblins die go to the yard you're like well crap i don't have a way mm -hmm. to get that back that's it you know what i mean like we've got to move forward and that's like red's whole thing is just like keep moving forward we'll find another game plan but sometimes you're playing blue and you lose something and you're just like shit i don't i'm gonna just sit here and flounder for a couple turns till i figure out what's going on and with a black deck you're just like that's fine i was gonna kill it anyway yeah. <laughs> I'll just bring it back. you're like i don't i don't give a fuck i'm just gonna put it back <laughs> watch me i'll sack it again for fun <laughs> Um, and they got like big mass reanimation spells like Living Death, um, a five mana sorcery. Each player exiles all creature cards from their graveyard, then sacrifices all creatures they control, and then puts all cards they exiled this way onto the battlefield. Um, so you can make this like one sided by like um, exiling other people's graveyards or just like sacking all your stuff first. Um, like you sacrifice your board. Um, and then you living death so that everyone gets rid of all their stuff and then your whole board is still around um, or just filling your graveyard with a bunch of stuff so it doesn't matter it's just overwhelming um, and there's also like rise of the dark realms which is like a nine mana sorcery that is returning all creatures from all graveyards in on, onto your control which is a cool card and very uh, a black thing like they uh, no other color gets to do this like white can reanimate its own stuff inefficiently or like mana value three or less it can do mana value three or less like all day or it can do like four mana return a creature from your graveyard to play or it can return all artifacts and enchantments um with some like big mana value spells uh, but just efficiently black can do reanimate all creatures anywhere however you want in a bunch of different ways there's creatures that do it there's enchantments that do it you can do it once per turn you can do it instant speed like you're just you're doing it it just depends on how you want to do it in your budget in your power level synergistically but there's you can do it yar what about ramp is black good at ramp at all ryan i was gonna say i think black might be second or third best at ramp what's it got ryan <laughs> I would say maybe second in fast ramp and third in long term ramp because there's like a lot of big spells that you can do. You can do stuff like Dark Ritual, mm -hmm. which is one mana, make three mana, and there's a couple other cards that like will goof and do that same thing, but you have to like sack a creature or do some other stuff. So, already playing into the other stuff we talked about. Mm -hmm. So, you have like a s small bursts of big mana. Or you have your Cabal Coffers and, like, your Crypt Gas, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. 
So Cabal Coffers is pay two and tap, add black for each swamp that you control. And then you're either playing all swamps or you're playing Yog, Yogi, Yog, Yaga, uh, Yog, Urborg. Urborg, yeah. Two, That's what Urborg, it is, Urborg. My brain kept saying Urborg Coast for some reason because it's Yavamaya Coast, mm-hmm. I think. Yavamaya Cradle. I don't remember. Yeah, Yavama- um, Yavamaya Cradle of Grove. And then Yavamaya Coast, I yeah. think, is the Simic Pain Land. It maybe? is. That's what it is. Um, No, it's absolutely that. Uh, but then you're playing Urborg, so then you're, everything is a swamp no matter what, and you're making a bunch of mana. Um, and then you've also like Crypt Gas. So whenever you, what is it, tap a swamp for mana, add a black mana to your pool. So each swamp is tapping for two. And then you're also making big mana. But the thing is for this to really be like super efficient, you got to get to like turn six or seven. Because if you, it's kind of like a Nyx Bloom ancient thing. It's like if you get to the end, you can make a ton but chances are you're going to have like one burst at the beginning if you have a dark ritual or something, and then you're going to have to just keep playing your lands and mana rocks for a little bit until you hit enough mana to play this and then also like turn Cabal Coffers on because Cabal Coffers isn't really worth it to play with like three swamps on the field. Yeah. You need like four... Because you're making the same. ...swamps to like make it worth it because then you're up to like six mana. When you yeah. so you're up one because you have five lands in play. You got four swamps and cabal coffers. Um, but then if you have Urborg out, that helps because then cabal coffers is also a swamp, and Urborg is a swamp, so that helps. I like I run those together in a deck, and I just never see them. And like I like I would I always just get cabal if I have a tutor. I always just get cabal coffers first because and at least in my mono black deck. Because just I'd rather have that and then just because eventually I'll have enough swamps and it's fine. But like I've never had both out at the same time. And like if I'm using two tutors to get that out, like that's just that's so much. So I don't know. Like it's see, it might feel like a lot, but the beauty of black is you can play Explorers map multiple times in a turn. <laughs> that's yeah. That's, I mean, that's pretty much like the only time I get them both out is in Moldrotha, yeah. and that's just because I'll rip Explorer's map twice in a turn, and then it's easy. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's fair. So if you have a way of doing or if that, you're in green, yeah. But if, if you you're green, using like a, you can tutor for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but if you're using like a Grim Tutor and then your Vampiric Tutor to get two lands, that feels awful. <laughs> Yep, I definitely run Expedition Map in my mono black deck so I can get Cabal Coffers always. But then I just hope I get Urborg. Like, it's not worth yeah. two cards to get that to me. Which is fair. Yeah. Especially if in mono black. Yeah. But still run both because if you can yeah. just happen to find them, if you're just drawing a bunch of cards and you just find both of them, it's sweet. So I think you, what, you, I... you nailed all that. Yeah, Cryptgast also has Extort, which oh. is pretty badass. Yeah, Extort is pretty sick. Um, What's the card that gives everything else Extort to? Uh, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Shit. I'm going to look it up Creatures real fast. you control you have Extort. Yar. Hmm. 
Pontiff of Blight. Yeah, Pontiff of Blight, yeah. Which is six mana. That's crazy. Yeah. For a 2-7. Kind of a, not a good but, card. But it's cool. It's not a good card unless you have a bunch of mana. Because yeah, then unless, if you can yeah. extort everything, yeah. it goes really crazy. And if you need it, like a bunch of like life gain triggers. It's a good yeah, way to like... Or um, your yeah. Bolus of Citadel and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cast it, extort it, and then keep it going. Ooh. But I think the next part is like probably what makes black actually the one of the best colors. What is that, Ryan? Tell me more. It's card draw. <gasps> oh my gosh. Are you telling me that the just just basic cards that make your deck run are the best? Yeah. But black has like easily some of the best rates for just like picking cards up off your deck. Mm-hmm and trucking you know um stuff like read the bones is just solid two two and a black sorcery scry two draw two and lose two is like a classic black Beautiful card and card. scry two is so yeah good. the scry two is so yeah. good i love read the bones i know like there's better things there's better ways to draw cards in black but this feels so good to resolve and yeah, it's three mana, but like, man, if you like just don't have a play, just ripping a read the bones is just gonna like save your life. It's like, okay, I'm I'm top decking, I top deck a read the bones, I know I'm gonna be fine. It's like I'm gonna find something. It's like going too deep, and then I can scry those two shitty cards away and look at two more cards, and then I just lose two life. I don't care. I start with forty life. That's what what's so what's crazy about black card draw is that it's almost always tied to losing a life. Unless you're sacrificing something else in order to draw the cards. Um, and so, because, like, in the way blue draws cards, um, it very rarely gets to go up cards. It's almost always even. It's like, um, draw like draw two cards, draw three cards, and then discard two cards unless you discard an artifact. Or something like that. So there's, like, some sort of catch to drawing the amount of cards. Or you have to, like, draw a card, then discard a card, or draw two, discard two. Something like that. So you're, like, staying around the same amount of cards black can go up cards like read the bones is one card to get two cards so you're going up two cards and to compensate with that you lose two life which in 60 card that's a lot and three mana is a lot but in commander we have 40 life who cares just full send it bro just fucking rip it i don't care just i'll do it again yeah yeah you only have to be worried once you hit like 18 and even then, just rip it. There's... And that's only if someone... Yeah. Even then, that's only if someone bloodthirsties in the pod. If everyone in the pod is nice, they'll probably leave you alone for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, there's an extra turns from a couple... Like, a month or so ago, Jimmy was playing a mono-black deck, and he goes down to, like, 8 life, and then he casts, like, one thing and goes back to 40 life. And it's like, he's just, like, ripping in Necropotence <laughs> and a Bolus of Citadel. Like, he's being belligerent with his life fiddle. It was so sick. Yeah, that's what you got to do, because then it either pays off big time and it's super sick, or you just go out in a blaze of glory. And I think that, yeah, that's a lot of what Black's thing is, too, with the card draw. Like, the basic common card draw is, like, some amount of mana, and then you're losing... You're either sacrificing something or you're losing some life, but you're always drawing, like, two cards. Um, Unless they're in with Dread Presence then you landfall, lose a life draw card, which is still sick. That card is the best. Yeah, that card's really good. 
Um, yeah. But Necropotence 2 is also kind of insane. I haven't gotten to play this card yet, but I did trade Tyler for one. So I'm wait. I'm, maybe I'll try and play it tonight. Oh. Um, yeah, I pulled two but in Eldrin. It's Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but this is one of the most busted magic cards of all time. It's banned in Legacy, and it's restricted in Vintage. You can only have one of these in your 60-card deck in Vintage. That's how good this card is. And we can just play it. You can just play this card in your deck, and it's like $11 now. And it's just crazy. Well, what's it do? Black, black, black for an enchantment, which is also really good for devotion. Black's really good at devotion. We'll get that. So skip your draw step. Aw, but I like drawing cards. Whenever you discard a card, exile that card from your graveyard. Then you pay one life, exile the top card of your library face down. Put that card into your hand at the beginning of your next end step. So you just, like, churn through your library by in your life total so you just like okay i'll pay 20 life and i'll draw 20 cards and we'll see what happens and who cares you'll probably gain it back yeah and then you also just craft like the perfect hand because yeah. you do you'd have you have to discard your end step right yes well what you do is you do it on you play necroponents and then you pass and then you do it on someone's end step oh i'm smelling you now yeah. okay i'm being a goofy goober i've never played this game before the other thing, though, is, like, we were talking, that discard wouldn't be bad. You know, rip 20 cards off the top, mm -hmm. keep all your one and two mana reanimator spells, dump all the fat. Well, you can't, because whenever you discard a card, turn. you exile that card from your graveyard. They they planned they, oh, they planned for that. No! <laughs> shit! Yeah. So when you're discarding shit. them, you're never getting them again. Well, could... But you just keep the good shit. You just keep what you need. Yeah. It's still it's sick. It's still worth it. I want to do this turn one with a dark ritual oh my god and just like cause problems yeah, yeah. it's like a turn one ad nauseum right there oh we should talk yeah, about pretty much we talk about ad nauseum oh sure yeah i got to play this in a draft the other night and it was it was so bad <laughs> but i cast it every time i could because i thought it was funny <laughs> It was good. I mean, you drew like four, three or four cards off of it, which which was fine. Every time you cast, yeah, it. which is yeah, it's fine, but it didn't do anything. So, but this is uh, one of the most powerful cards in the format. Um, it's in, it's like a CDH staple. Like tur, like decks are named after this card. It's like Turbo Adnaz. Yeah. Like Rix's Turbo Adnaz is like half of the goddamn format, and it's just like a five mana instant. <laughs> So you can do this shit at instant speed. You reveal the top card of your library and put that card into your hand. You lose life equal to that card's converted mana cost, and you may repeat this process any number of times. And so you just build your deck around it. You start with 40 life. You, just, you build your deck around it, so you're just, like, drawing, like, basically your whole deck. You just draw, like, 30 cards, and then you draw a bunch of fast mana, and then you play all the fast mana, and then you cast your tutors to, that you got. To either tutor for the combo piece that you didn't draw because you drew the other one in the 20 cards and then you just win. It's like you found Thassa's in in the Adnaz and now you just go get Demonic Consultation or something like that, you know. And especially when all the CMCs are so low that you can just pretty much rip your whole deck and not have to worry about losing anything. Yeah. This might be good in that Luris deck I'm working on. 
Oh, because all the CMCs yeah. are so well, low. Like you could just yeah draw a million cards. It'd be sick. Churn right through it. I might do that. You'll have to give it a go. It's gonna be way scarier. I dare like, you. <laughs> I'm ad nauseing for like Zulu Pork Cutthroat and like reassembling Skeleton. Like, <laughs> calm down. I'm not doing anything crazy. It sounds a lot scarier than it's than it is. It's more just that I want to cast Adnan. Yeah, basically. Also, one of the best arts of all time. Like, look at that guy. He's, like, going through it. There's one more way that Black is good at drawing cards. <gasps> what is it? Like, morbid opportunist kind of effect. Whenever one or more other creatures die, draw a card. This ability triggers only once each turn. And this card is really good because it includes any creature on the battlefield. So it's like uh, kind of like a Fire Exit Arena. It's like three mana. Um, but you can draw up to four cards around if a creature dies every turn. Um, which is pretty sweet. So it just draws a bunch of cards. And then there's ones that's like whenever a creature you control dies, um, draw a card. Um, like Midnight Reaper. But there's like there's other ones that's like whenever a creature dies, draw a card. Yeah, there's always some variation on it. It's either yeah. when a creature dies, when a creature you control dies, or when a creature an opponent controls dies. Um so again, very easy to get like multiple repetitions in it. I think we just got one for enchantments too. Yeah, Ashiok's oh, Reaper. Like... It's a four mana creature. Whenever an enchantment you control is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, draw a card. So we're dealing with, with enchantments now. Nice. Yeah. Makes sense with all the roll tokens and stuff. I think you could do a mono black enchantment deck. I don't know if it has the gas for it yet. There's like a couple commanders that care about it. But there's like mono, there's like non mono black that decks. Like there's an Abzan enchantment deck that's like a graveyard enchantment deck. And yeah. there's Tatsunari Toad Rider. It's not really a graveyard deck, but it's black deck. Oh, yeah. It's Sultai. And that deck's cool. I played it one time on a stream randomly. This one. One's nice. Um, yeah. Sorry. Um, but that card's cool. Um, well, here I'll pull it up. Ashiox. Ashiox Reaper, four mana, three three, for a nightmare. Pretty good. Cool art. It is pretty solid. I like the art for it. And finally, Black is good at tutoring for things. It actually invented tutoring. Yeah, if you like looking at your library, black is the color to do it. All the way back in alpha. No, that's the one. That's the one with the removed pentagram. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a pentagram. There's supposed to be a pentagram on his forehead. And I think it's in later ones because they added it back in. Oh, no, but this one has the, it. The satanic. Does it? Oh, okay. I can't yeah. see it from here. Nice, because they took it off for a while. Oh, yeah, this one, this white border one. So, but yeah, black is basically the color of, let me look at my library real fast. You got Demonic Tutor, you got Diabolic Tutor, you got Grim Tutor, you got Vampiric Tutor. Vampiric Tutor. <laughs> and it all comes from Alpha, um, the original set. So it's like baked in to magic from the very very beginning and also just the name tutor is like from comes from this card 
in magic fashion where yeah. like the whichever one was the first to do it is what it's named after um and just search a library for any black because all all colors can tutor somewhat can tutor for certain things like artifacts and enchantments in white um gamble and red lets you tutor for one any card but it can also tutor for uh artifacts um blue can tutor for um artifacts green can tutor for lands and creatures but black can tutor for whatever the fuck you want any card search a library for any card to put it in your hand this is like the most debatably the most powerful card in commander i like i think because it's just it, it's the extra card of whatever card you need for two mana like that's so efficient yeah, I feel like the ability to get something is really powerful, but its power comes from whatever you're getting. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you play a vampiric tutor and you you get junk, it's not like a really good card. But if you get like the winning combo piece, that's like mm -hmm. the big card, you know. Um, but that is the one thing is it sets it up really well. That's that whole set where they're all one mana and it's vampiric tutor, worldly tutor, you know, all those. Mm -hmm. Vampiric Tutor just goes so hard. Search your library for anything, put it on top, and then lose two life, and then you just yeah. set yourself up for like the perfect turn. It's great. And that one's instant speed, which is really good. So like yeah. you just set up your next um draw, which is really, really good. Yeah. Um but and there's the also sick. like some lower power tutors um as well, um, which are fun. Like you got your diabolic tutor. Which Ryan likes. I don't like this card, but yeah. people play it. I think this is the perfect, like, casual commander tutor. Because, like, if you're playing four mana, do kind of whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, to me, yeah. once you start paying four and five mana for stuff, you can kind of do whatever you want. If someone's casting, like, a turn one vampiric tutor, I'm like, oh, this is Spice City. But if someone turns six diabolic tutors, I'm like, that's that's pro almost probably the least of my worries yeah if anything i we talked about it and you're getting toxic deluge because we need it you know what yeah. i mean like yeah this tutor to me is like super this and anything like even grim tutor a little bit because it makes you lose three life it's like three mm -hmm. mana search your library for something lose three which is can be like kind of significant um they're both kind of like Almost at that rate, you could be doing more than just tutoring. So the fact that you're just tutoring at that rate makes me a little like, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, that's why I don't like Diabolic Tutor, because it's just, I'd rather just draw cards at that point. Like, if I'm spending four mana, I would rather just draw, like, four cards. Yeah. And then, you know, but like, I'd rather have a synergistic deck that lets me draw a bunch of cards and have redundant effects. So, like, no matter what I draw, I will find the effect I need to close out this game. Yeah, I like playing, like, kind of glass cannon-y things sometimes where I need two things, and that's the two things I'm doing. Sure. So, sometimes it's... And, uh, that, and also they're just, like, nice toolboxes. Like, if you got a Grim Tutor and you get a Toxic Deluge, that's three mana to wipe the whole... Or six mana to wipe the whole board. Which is solid if that's if you didn't have you anything in hand and no one else yeah. has anything in hand. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, even, like, worst case scenario, you can just get 
that extra cabal coffers or a land if you need something specific, you know? Yeah. Yep. But and yeah. I, like, it's not that you're wrong, Ryan. It's just like that's just a different way of like building and playing, you know? That's not what no, I like. It doesn't. I make. think you're wrong. So. That's why no, yeah, it's fun. You can do whatever you want, and there's no yeah. wrong answers. Yeah, no, of course. And it's, yeah, it's all different. It's all whatever you like playing. Sometimes I like playing Grim Tutor because I like looking at the blood on the book. <laughs> yeah, oh, great. I, I think Grim Tutor is super playable. It's just kind of expensive. It's like still like $18. If they print oh, this ew, like one yeah. more time, they should print it in standard be... again. And then yeah. it'll be like five bucks. And then that card's sweet. And then I would play it in a bunch of decks. But just $18 nice. for this, and it's like, eh. I could just get I read the modes of fifty cents and draw like two cards. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put like four of those effects in and have the same exact outcome. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's definitely a difference of what you want your deck to do. So. Yeah, but and how you, how you like having fun cards. playing games. Yeah, because yeah. sure. yeah. if you also are doing something where you just like playing big old fatties and you got a fatty that you didn't play yet you want to tutor it up and play it and see how you know it's like there's always different reasons for playing them too so um Mm -hmm. but in terms of like competitively playing these ones they're not very fast they're not like very good but they are like oh i need something let's do something yeah oh there's also i like this one a lot which one Beseech the Queen. Oh yeah. Um, it's like hybrid mana bullshit. Um, black, black, black. So it's a three mana tutor. Search library for a card with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of lands you control. Reveal it, put it in your hand, and then shuffle your library. So it's three mana, and you can get basically whatever you want in your deck as long as you're like kind of build your deck right. As long as you're hitting land drops. Um, and I run this in a Yara, and it's fun. I don't know, because it's three mana. I feel pretty good about a three mana tutor. And it lets me go get, like, basically whatever. Like, it can get a board wipe. It can get whatever, you know. And it's yeah. cheaper. Like, it's um three bucks. So. Oh, okay. That's sick. Yeah, that's a solid price. So if you're in a mono black deck, I think this one's pretty good. Yeah. I think that's what had me playing Diabolic Tutor for so long, too, was that it was, like, a dollar or something that's you know. still a dollar yeah dollar card yeah so if on a budget it's pretty good but yeah so that yeah, is what solid. black is good at which is a ton of really really good it's powerful p- things pretty much nuts. everything <laughs> it's like only not good at its removal can be kind of awkward besides like those like two or three we mentioned all the rest of its removal is like awkward it's not flexible um like white can destroy like any non land permanent. Um, white and black together, like Orzov, can blow up whatever the fuck you want very efficiently. But mono black by itself is like only creatures and then feed the swarm and no artifacts. And it can hit planeswalkers, but that's like whatever. Um, let's go to another format. So it's re- and its removal is kind of clunky, it's like kind of awkward, or it's expensive mana, either mana wise or life wise, like feed the swarm or snuff out. Like, snuff out's like four mana or four life, but it's still worth it. But it's still kind of clunky, and like sometimes it can really matter that four life, yeah. But 
still a busted card you should play. Um, and then it's kind of one note. Like white, like black, it doesn't really do a lot of different stuff. It's like it's all kind of samey. It's all like it's a weird spooky guy that sacrifices other weird spooky guys and makes you lose life or gain life or makes your opponent lose life or gain life and then you draw cards and that's kind of it yeah they've been expanding it a little bit they started adding some artifact stuff to black with like the necron decks and uh and some other and some other stuff um which is cool um but it's just kind of like all the black decks are the same like, any mono black aristocrat deck, you can put a different commander in there, and they're all going to do the same thing. Like, my Yara deck, I could just run Chainer, and it would probably do the same thing. It would, I probably wouldn't notice. What do you think about, do you agree with that, Ryan? I think it's all really efficient, so, like, no matter what you're doing, it kind of keeps on chugging. I think sometimes it's a little different depending on what style you're going, you know, like aristocrats can be a bunch of different things. It can be like reanimating stuff over and over again, or it could be like going super wide. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I think it's a, maybe a little more nuanced between who you're swapping out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I do agree that all black decks kind of fall into like three slots, which is going to be like big mana, big problems, um, aristocrats and like going wide. Yeah. Because if you go for any of the, the typal strategies, a lot of them are like, make a bunch of zombies, fuck ton of vampires, lots of rats, yeah. you know, but it's, there's not really anything where that changes a whole lot. Like, obviously you can build them different if you want, but inherently those decks just, those decks go wide. Yeah. And then what happens, no, you're, uh, now that I'm talking about it a little bit, I think, because it's they go wide and then you sack stuff, so everything ends up being an aristocrat deck at some point. Yeah, every deck ends up being an aristocrat deck if you're doing like, especially mono black, but like just any black yeah. adjacent deck. It's just like just just because that effect is so good, it's it's what they all end up being. It ends games. Yeah. It ends games so fast compared to like any other style of playing aside from like combos. Yeah, like non CDs, like casual. It's like. Just aristocrats yeah. is the best thing to be doing because you hit everybody and it does everything and then if you're going wide you can also go wide we have a couple of things down here that we were talking about strategy wise which i feel like we've kind of already moved into it a little bit because like it is one note but i feel like that one note is part of like a big chord you know what i mean there's a lot of ways to get to that root sure. but like devotion stuff is cool mm-hmm. I like that's one of the strategies you can do, but the other side of it is like there, there's not always enough stuff for that to be its own thing. Yeah. So like you have your devotion stuff, and then you fill in the blanks with aristocrat stuff because you know you're gonna be doing it anyways. Yeah. Devotion meaning like the Theros mechanic, like um like Gary, like Gray Merchant of Asphodel. Your devotion to black pips on your mana cost on your permanents on the field, and then when it matters. With like at abhorrent overlord, that card rips. Look at this guy, it's so cool. Seven mana, six six flyer. When it enters the battlefield, put a number of one one black harpy creature tokens with flying onto the battlefield equal to your devotion to black. At the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice a creature. Um, super good in Yara, um, because Yara is black black black. And then abhorrent overlord is black black. So that's right there five harpies, and then each of your opponents lose six life. And then you lose, and then you gain six life at least. 
if not more than that. So, and which is sick. And then Gary does the you yeah. lose life, or every opponent loses life equal to your devotion, and you gain life equal to life lost, um, total amount lost, which is yeah. stupid, which is <laughs> insane. Yeah, they worded that poorly. Yeah. When Gray Merchant of Asphodel, yeah. five mana zombie, two, four, enters the battlefield, each opponent loses X life or X is your devotion to black. You gain life equal to life lost this way. So even if your devotion is four, everyone's going to gain four. You're, everyone's going to lose four. You're going to gain 12 life. That's just su such a swing, especially when you're paying, you're, you're being greedy and paying your life um, into different things. Um, it just gets it right back. And then you just loop this guy, pay a bunch of life, and keep drawing a bunch of cards, and then the game is over. Yeah, so. <laughs> you just loop Gary. So, uh, kind of the one note yeah. thing. I mean, um, Gary is just so good, so good, and like, like a lot of people, like BZ from uh, Nitpicking Nerds, is, says he doesn't play this card anymore because it's like just he finds it boring. Um, I still play it in my in my mono black deck, but it's yeah. uh, it's I do too. It's good. I think it's fun. It's good. Yeah, it's good, and it can get got multiple ways. It's mm -hmm. not, like, invincible by any means. It's like Crater But of. it's cool. It's like the Black Crater of, where it's, like, so ubiquitous, and, like, yeah, it's a little boring, but, like, it, it does end the game for five mana, so just fucking play it. Yeah, and if you're reanimating it, you just are doing it for even less and just kind of sponging it out. Yeah. Yeah, but I, it, it's kind of like all, all roads lead to Aristocrat. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what you're doing, the way that you're doing it is by, like, sacrificing stuff or bringing stuff back and sacrificing it, so. Yeah, and then um, there is, like, that fringe enchantment build. I think that one day we'll have, like, a really sick one. If there's, like, that weird harpy, you can exile an enchantment from your graveyard to make more harpies. It's from Eldraine. Um, and then I think there's a couple other mono black enchantments commanders um and then um like creature type wise like you can do mono black zombies you can do mono black vampires you can do mono black rats marrow narrer is a pretty popular commander what's your favorite black commander mono black commander ryan oh definitely yogmoth it's the only one i play <laughs> yeah he's pretty pretty cool one of the most busted yeah cards creatures ever made um yeah insane super pushed do you want to read him yeah he's got he's a two and two black human cleric two four with protection from humans and then pay one life sack another creature put a negative one negative one counter on target creature and draw a card um and then pay two black discard a card proliferate it's its own engine, basically. And then the protection from humans always pops up at, like, the best times. Yeah. Someone swings at you with Kyler, and you're like, I'll just block it with Yawgmoth. And they're like, fuck! And you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My little 2-4 dude stops your gigantic dude. And then just, like, the, the perfect aristocrat engine, because you're paying a life, you sack a creature, you put a negative one counter on something, so you're, like, slowly sinking everybody's boards, and you're drawing cards. And then if you've got like a blood artist out, every time something dies, you gain a life. So you're really not, you're paying zero life, putting a negative one counter on something and drawing a card. The two mana discard a card and proliferate is like not always the best. There's not a lot of times to use it, but 
if you wanted to build around it, you definitely can. But it's fucking cracked. Yeah. It's so much fun. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy card. It's also good in the 99 of like any deck, basically. Any black deck can just kind of play this and it'll be good. Yeah. Just generically super powerful. Um, But what about you? Who's your favorite? My queen, Ayara. It's your, it's your lady. First of Loctwain, RIP. She got Phyrexianized. But she's rad. Um, she, This is like the first deck I like built myself. Like not like a non-precon deck. And I just pulled her in a pack back when Eldraine was out. And she's just cool. Black, black. Whenever she or another black creature enters the battlefield under your control. So it's not cast. It's enters the battlefield. So it counts all your tokens and stuff. Each opponent loses a life and you gain a life. Um, so you just play black creatures, and then you're just and make black tokens, and then all your opponents start to die, and you can tap her to sacrifice another black creature to draw a card. So it's very, very generic. Um, very like this is the one note that I'm talking about. Like, like you're draining, you're drawing cards, you're sacrificing creatures. But I love it. It's fun, and she does have some one card combos. Um, that I don't run. Um, because I wanted the deck to be able to be played um in like mid power pods and so i just cut that card um it goes uh, with a uh, feast of vermin i think is what it's called and even without that she's fine so just play a bunch of creatures and have fun i like it a lot um, but there's some other ones that are pretty popular um the most popular one is a busted card it's crick son of yogmoth um our friend brody yeah. has this deck He's ridiculous. Um, he's four Phyrexian black mana, Phyrexian black mana, Phyrexian black mana. For a 2 2 with lifelink, for each black in a cost, you may pay two life rather than pay that mana. And then whenever you cast a black spell, put a plus one plus one counter on it. So it's just like you're using your life total to funnel it down. Super, super classic black effect. It's very good. It goes infinite with some cards. Like Aetherflux Reservoir, Bullis of Citadel, and something. Um, like Sensei's Top or something like that. You just cash infinite spells and you gain enough life that you just explode the table. Nice. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so aggressively fast. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, he could sit on like turn two and it's like, oh, well, what do we even do? Um, and then we got Marrownar. And then, uh, oh, yeah, that art is sick. Five, it's like. Krinko for rats. It's a five mana creature. All rats have fear. Fears they can't be blocked unless they're a black creature or an artifact creature. Then you can tap and sacrifice the rat to put X one one black rat creature tokens into play, or X is the number of rats you control. Game nights fan episode this year. Um, this girl plays a Marinara deck, and it was really sick. So go watch that if you want to go see Marinara. Be good. Nice. That's fun. Might have to try and build that just for shits and gigs. Um, another one is Turgrid, God of Fright, which is surprising that this had like 3,000 decks. This was this is like top five for like black commanders, which is really surprising because it's just so miserable to play against. Like the play patterns of this card are just like a nightmare. So I'm surprised like people like it's got to be people build it because they're like, oh, that's so sick. And then they play it once and then their friends are never friends with them anymore. So they just never play it because <laughs> I feel like this yeah. card doesn't need ban just because like no one plays it or they play it in the right context. You know, like it's like like 
can I play my turd rig deck? And it's like, sure. Like, we'll have a game where you're the enemy and we deal with you. Or we don't and you just win. So five mana, four, five. Stomp us out, yeah. Turgrid God of Fright, uh, four, five with Menace. And then whenever an opponent sacks a non-token permanent or discards a permanent card, you may put that card from a graveyard onto the battlefield on your control. So you just, like, make everyone discard a bunch of cards. You play, like, Fleshbag Marauder, the deck. You just play all those, and then you just get everyone's <laughs> shit. Um, and then you just, it's miserable. Um because you make no one has a hand, no one has any creatures. You have everything, or they just hate out Turgrid, and then your deck doesn't do anything. So no yeah. matter what, someone's miserable. But this has like three thousand decks still, so I don't know. It just or, seems or like it does the thing where everyone's miserable because they remove Turgrid, and then you still keep playing the sack all your stuff and discard all your stuff game. So then no, no one's but without playing a magic payoff. anymore. <laughs> yeah, just, so no one's doing yeah. So nothing's happening. So I don't know why you would play this card, but you can. It's a deck you can play. I don't know. It doesn't really fit. This card doesn't really fit like what Commander is to me, which is like everyone playing their deck and everyone's showing off what their deck does and still trying to win, you know? Like where it's like yeah. that weird, like somehow that like mystical perfect game of commander you know that's like very hard to find hold hard to cultivate this do just do is against that that this card does not do that ever it's impossible for that card to do that this card is like the opposite of that yeah you know which is yeah. like maybe you don't maybe that's not what you want from commander maybe you just like full-on spike full-on like i just want to win at all costs i don't care about my opponents um which is fine if you want yeah this card's just hyper competitive, like beyond hyper competitive. That's like all it was built for. You know what I mean? Yeah. To me, it's kind of like the um, Tox rule card as well. It's just the way that it plays is like really brutal. There's not really a way to build it and have it not wreck the table. I mean, like you could build a Turgrid deck and have it not be horrendous, but then Turgrid wouldn't do anything. Exactly. Because you have to make people sacrifice stuff and you have to make people discard stuff. But if you build the deck to not do any of that, then it's kind of like you're not even really using her. You might as well just have somebody else as the commander. The backside, Turgrid's Lantern, which is three and a black, is not the worst thing in the world, though. Because yeah. it's tap, target player loses three life unless they sacrifice a non-land permanent or discard a card. Mm -hmm. And then what is it? Four mana to untap it? Yeah. Yeah, which sucks, but, like, if you wanted to build a deck around that where, like, a Lantern's your commander, you, you could just do infinite mana combos and drain the whole table. But, yeah, this That's falls cool. into, like, a category of cards that just seem, like, they're super competitive, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, like, I don't give a shit. It just isn't really, like, the vibe of Commander. Yeah. Like, if you sit down to have fun with four, three other people mm -hmm. and your idea of fun is, like, not letting them play the mm -hmm. game, then that's fine. Just play CEDH because that's also everyone else's goal. <laughs> yeah, or just, like, talk about it. Like, go into this, this Turgrid game with that conversation in mind. Like, hey, I'm trying to, like, be... I made a salty deck. Can we play salty decks together? Like, can we, like, play a deck where, like... Play a deck against me where, like, you can, like, deal with this, you know? And, like, I feel like that yeah. that's cool. Bust this out. But, like, just that is just a very specific type of game.
that I feel like is very hard to find. It's just not what most people want to do. Most people want to play their cards uninterrupted you yeah know? which like not saying don't interact most people, people want to play but, their cards yeah like people want to just play their thing and then if like if they're gonna win and you remove their thing as they're about to win sure that's fine but like just not even get to do anything because just all my stuff has been sacrificed like or you don't get to play because i've just i've we've killed your commander like eight times and then there's exactly there's one more that's kind of cool chainer dimension master it's an older Ch- one it's from Tormund, china so it's a really like old and classic one but it's still pretty good it's a five mana three three all nightmares get plus one plus one you can play black black pay three life put target creature card from a graveyard onto their battlefield under your control that creature is black and is a nightmare in addition to its other creature types and when it leaves the battlefield exile all nightmares so it's just mono black reanimator pretty cool pretty fair um but it's fun yeah, very fair, very fun, and fun that it's also an anthem for the things that you're taking. That's kind of fun as well. But yeah, also the way it's costed is not scary at all. Like if you play Chainer, I'm just going to let you do your thing. <laughs> yeah. Blow up Chainer once, and then you're it's going to take a while to get back at it. So Yeah. Um, but it is cool. Very cool. Also, make more minions. I want more minions. Yeah, <laughs> human minion is sweet. Well, Ryan, do you want to talk about some of our favorite black cards to finish up? Yeah, absolutely. I would say, do you want to do you want to shoot first? Or you want me to shoot first? I can shoot. Oh, he's gonna shoot first. Mine is black market connections. Um, really, really uh busted card. It's three mana enchantment at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase. Choose one or more. Sell contraband. Create a treasure token. You lose a life. Buy information. Draw a card. You lose your life. Hire a mercenary, create a 3-2 colorless shapeshifter creature token with changeling, and you lose your life, and you can do all of it. You can pay, like, uh, six life and draw a card and make a treasure and make a creature. Um, so this card is just super fun. It's just, um, it's like Phyrexian Arena, but, like, playable, I think, because I don't think Phyrexian Arena is that good. And Because this, this does so much more. It's more life. But you just get some more things. You get creatures you can block with. You get mana, and you get a card, and it's fun. And just like the idea of like full send, like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. It's like Sylvan Library. It's just like I'm gonna pay all my life into this yeah. thing and not worry about it. We'll figure. We'll see what happens. So it's fun. Yeah, I always. It's I haven't gotten to play it yet, but it's always crazy when someone rips it all three, like the first three turns, mm-hmm. and pays like a total of eighteen life, and you're like, "What the shit?" Mm-hmm. And the higher mercenary is sick because it's a uh, any type of creature, so it fits like into any deck that you're playing. So it'll always get a buff. It'll always count towards like card draw for certain things, yeah. um, which is important. Because if this was like it makes like a three-two skeleton, okay, I might not use that as much you know what i mean because it's like the skeleton doesn't yeah yeah it has way more payoffs just as like a creature which is sick um because it came from the party pre-con ripping um so it could be your warrior your wizard your rogue or your cleric yeah it's sick and it's just got reprinted in the pirate pre-con um for ixalan and that's a it's like a 30 dollar card um so that's yeah it's about to plummet in price, so get ready to pick one up. It'll probably be like a $15 card or something for a couple of weeks. Yeah, f- fingers crossed. Yeah, that's one of the main reasons why I haven't played it yet. It's just been expensive. Yeah, I got that deck, and 
just for this card. The card was like 30 bucks, and I was like, well, I'll just buy this and then have a break on. And I didn't really like the deck that much, but this card is cool. But yeah, what's your what's your favorite? What's one of your favorites? I think one of my favorites is definitely Entomb. Ooh. What's Entomb? I think uh, it's a one-mana instant. Search your library for a card and put that card into your graveyard and shuffle your library. Yeah, just fingers. This feels like the the villain moment. You know what I mean? You like turn one, you're like, I'm going to cast in tomb. They're like, what are you going to get? And you're like, I don't know. Massacre worm. I don't know. This. I don't know. That. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just kind of, it's cool because there's you get to search your library. There's no life necessarily even associated with it, which is kind of crazy. You don't have to pay any life to do it. Mm-hmm. You just kind of chuck something in the graveyard and then 10 out of 10, normally you're going to have a reanimator spell in your hand anyway. So whatever that big stupid stinky is you put in there, you're getting it back out. I'm looking through my Yawgmoth deck so you could get like Rankle Master Prankles, Hand of the Praetors, and you start infecting people out. You could get Phyrexian Crusader, which would be kind of lame, but would be kind of fun. That mm-hmm. card's just fun to look at. Um, Let's see, what else? What else could you get? You could get a Conrad. That would be kind of insane turn two. Yeah. And Elder Brain. Elder Brain is kind of the fun thing to reanimate yeah. too, because then you just start ruining everyone's day with their hands getting exiled and giving them new hands. Or in um, older, um like in sixty card formats, you can uh entomb Grizzle Brand, which is sick. Oh yeah. <laughs> or yeah. if you're um, uh in a five color, you can do like a Traxa. Like new attracts, yeah, which is basically Grizzle Band. Yeah, you just draw some land cards. Yeah, and that's the thing you can reanimate and dunk anything. So it's like it's just fun. It's always a fun way to try out a new card. Just slam something on the battlefield. Yeah. Anything you want to give a go. It's a classic card. It's from Odyssey. Yar. It's like old. But what about you? Let's let's paint it back to you. What's number two? If I could spell, the world would be so much better. Yeah, me too. I feel that way about reading as well. Marionette Master. It's a yeah. six mana one three. Um, but this deck is this card has won me a bunch of games. Um, it's ridiculous. Um, it's got Fabricate three. So when it enters the battlefield. Put three plus one plus one counters on it, or create three one one colorless servo artifact creature tokens. Um, always put the counters on it. Um, so it's a four six. So it's a big blocker. And then whenever an artifact you control is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, target opponent loses life equal to Marinette Master's power. Um, so if you're in a black, this is not a mono black card. Um, but if you're in a black like a Rakdos deck or a Demir deck, um, where you're making a bunch of artifact tokens. Um, and then sacrificing them. So I have this in my treasure deck, and it's like just a win con for my treasure deck. Um, if you're so, whenever I sack a treasure, target opponent loses four life, and then I'm making like a, mi- a million treasure every turn. Um, and it's dope with like a lightning raid crew. So I make a I lightning raid crew. I make three treasure, and then I make um, yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, you're like dealing four or five like all the time. It's really yeah. crazy. It's a really good card. You gotta be in a very specific deck. Not... But or like an Esper artifact deck is good in there. Yeah. 
Anytime I see it come down in my head, it's an auto kill. Yeah, or Jane Jansen is really good at Jane Jansen. Yeah, Jane Jansen's really good. Shouts out to Jane Jansen. That card's cool. Yeah, that card is fun. I love Jan. Um, uh, what's your next one? Want to pop over? I was going to say Carrion Feeder. Oh. Yeah, I think Carrion Feeder is pretty fun. Yeah. Um, You can't block. He's a 1-1 one, one for 1, and you can sack a creature to put a 1-1 one, one counter on him. Um, And I think this are, there's a couple board wipes that play really well into this because there's a lot of cards that, like, if you it wipes everything that doesn't have a counter on it, or if it doesn't have a, if it has a one one counter on it, it sticks around. So you just sack your whole board into carrion feeder, wipe everyone else's board, and then just start smacking face with this big little zombie. Yeah. Um, he's just a weird little fucker. The art's yeah. always really gross and stuff. I love it. I think it, it's just a fun card. Yeah. So, and it's a um. It's a free sacrifice outlet, which is just very powerful. So you can get your dies, triggers, um, and then it's a combo piece if you have something um, that like can reanimate something. So like a karma guide kind of combo, um, or there's a bunch, uh, like a Micaeus combo. This can get that going. Um, so yeah, it's just a good value piece um, for or or and a combo piece. Yeah, classic card. And then uh, let's hit number three. Oh, wait. Uh, for me, it's Murderous Rider. Um, it's a 3-mana 2-3 with lifelink. When it dies, put it on the bottom of its owner's library, and it's a zombie knight, which is whatever. The cool part is that it also has an instant on it. It has an adventure, Swift In. Um, destroy target creature or planeswalker. You lose two life. Um, so it's like it's got murder on a creature. 3-mana destroy target creature, planeswalker is a okay rate when it also draws you a creature um with lifelink um that doesn't go away um and it's a zombie so really really relevant creature type and it's a knight which is kind of relevant this is from the knight precon from uh, march machine so if you're into knights this is a really good knight um it's a really good zombie um and it's a black creature um so if you care about creatures like in my ayara deck um, this is a okay. It's like a good removal spell because it also does all the Yara stuff. Um, so I love it. It's really good. I think. Yeah. Any like two or any non-white black deck should could just run this, and you would just like it. It's good. Yeah, it's solid. I remember when Eldraine came out. This was like a um, fucking menace for a while. Yeah, the and rare cycle times. of. Um, adventure creatures from Eldraine is so insane. Yeah. You got Giant Killer, which is very playable. Yeah, you got Bone Crusher Giant, which is like a format staple. It's like runs Pioneer. Um, Love Struck Beast, which is like pretty good. Um, yeah, still um, sees play. I think Brazen Borrower is a mythic, but that's in there. That card's insane. And then this. yeah, Brazen Borrower is really good. Yeah, and Murderous Rider. Um, yeah, sick card. I love your... the horse. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. He's oh, zombie horse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next one was Phyresis. How do you spell that? P H Y R E S I S. Yar. Sorry. Okay, Phyresis. 
What's up with that, Ryan? It gives infect to one of your creatures. Um, I think this card's fun because it's a little less salt inducing than Tainted Strike, just because taint Tainted Strike's really good because you sneak it in there. But this you enchant on a creature, so it's a little more like noticeable. Um but I mean you give this to like Nekusar, you give this to Sir Conrad, it's very easy to like get the whole table with infect super super fast um because they're all dealing damage so now they're dealing infect um but then the other thing too is you just toss this on a big demon you know like it's just fun in my head story-wise to be like now nah, this is a phyrexian this thing is like super fucked up um and then it's also just like if, for whatever reason if you need two mana draw some removal away from something else that you want to do this is perfect because so, sure. everyone's scared of a 5-5 five, five with infect you know what I mean for no like, reason it's like just block it but you're right it doesn't give a trample it doesn't do yeah that's the thing it's two mana and it's gonna pull all of the shit out of your opponent's hands because no one wants to get hit with it so yeah. um Either it wins you the game or it lets you win the game another way. Yeah. So, and the art's just sick. Again, I love the <laughs> art, so everything I pick is the art. Sure. Um, That's a but I was gonna say I can also just list out my last two because we've already gone over them a, a bunch, so we don't have to like oh, touch really? on them. Um, yeah, my last two were Toxic Deluge and Blood Artist. So oh, okay, uh, sure. Just yeah, super classics. We've already raved about them enough, but. That way yep. we can talk about your two more. I got Erebus Bleak Hearted. Um, I think this card is super underrated. Um, I think it should see play in a lot more decks. Um, it's a three and a black. So a four mana, five, six with indestructible. It's got the um, devotion text. And then whenever another creature you control dies, you may pay two life if you do draw a card. Um, and it's another creature. It's not just... Um, non-token like a lot of these effects um and then it's got a sacrifice outlet um you can pay one and a black sacrifice another creature to have a target creature get minus two minus um one until end of turn um i think this card is sweet like it looks awesome like the art is just so cool the whip is so big um yeah it's like spiraling above him and um it's just a i mean it's a big like blocker and a big beater it's just this five six five six indestructible that just sits there like it's they're not going to they can't deal with it and then um it draws cards and it's a sacrifice outlet um i think this card's sweet and it's like a doll it's 87 cents oh that's sick i didn't realize that yeah it's so cheap for like this big mythic god and just no one plays it and it's really really good i, I it was my i have a historic brawl deck for it that's really fun um and I run it in um two, I ran it in two decks. I ran it in Alesha and I ran it in Ayara. And it's good in both of those. Nice. Yeah. This card is super sick. And especially if you've got it with a Vistraseer or like a carrion feeder and you don't even have to pay any mana to get those sacrifices and just keep kind of chugging mm -hmm. along. Yeah, it's just like the it's the it's it's your morbid opportunist and a Viscerous Era together on one card that's indestructible that's also a 5-6 blocker. Like, all of that together. Like, each of those rates are, like, kind of a lot. Like, two mana to draw, two life to draw a card. It's kind of steep. steep. 
and then steep. two mana to sacrifice a creature and do that thing is kind of steep. But it's all that on an indestructible blocker. You know, all of yeah. it together combined, it's all it's all a sick card. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really good. I think the knobs are tweaked really well with this thing, and it just it plays way better than you would think. It's it's just really good. Definitely try it out. And it's eighty six cents. Who cares? Just fucking try it. Yeah, just try it. My last one is Sign in Blood. It's just those Ooh. like black sorceries, like where you can like just draw two cards for cheap. But this one specifically is the best because you can kill players with this. And I have. I've killed Brody with this and I've never <laughs> felt more alive. Because it says target yeah. player draws two cards and loses two life. And so in that like very, very small window where someone is at one or two life, you can make you can kill this is two mana kill target player, which is so sick. And like don't play it on doing that. But I've done it and it was amazing. And then it's also just a decent rate, two mana draw two, lose two. So I like it. I still play it. Yeah, it's good card draw and it's a good win con. So yeah, it's technically and all common. A con. <laughs> yeah, like it's like it's a card draw spell that can technically kill a player, which is sick. Yeah, um, don't plan on that, but it's there for the meme. Yeah, and it's just a classic black card. It I think this kind of even distills everything we talked about in the episode to a good card. You know what I mean? Two black mana, lose two life, and draw two cards. Perfect. Yep. Perfect card. All of these are perfect cards. Yeah. All good magic cards. Um, but yeah, that's um the episode. That's the color black in Commander. Pretty comprehensive. Um, if we missed anything important, you should comment um or DM us or tweet at us and let us know. You can um tweet at us at Commander Paradise on Twitter command paradise on twitter and then you can also find us on tiktok we post there um every day <laughs> not every day i've been slacking but um we uh we post do pretty lot, regular like, stuff yeah yeah like three to five times a week we'll post something um yeah do you have yeah, anything else to the... say ryan if you're watching on YouTube, you know, do the classic, smash the subscribe button, smash the like button, smash the bell. Um, give us, if you're listening, you want to give us a review on some podcast apps. It does help with the algorithm and stuff. Um, yeah. We can see it in the little metrics when people find it through that kind of stuff. So it does help. Um, so if, if you give us a five star on your listening app of choice, that would be sick. And then uh, if you want to play games, hit us up. We love playing games. That's why we do this. That's why we started playing this game in the first place. Um, so just let us know if you want to play a game. DM us and we'll get it set up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So that's it for this week. And uh, enjoy Commander's Paradise. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.